Blog Talk Radio. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi, this is Jenica. Hi. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for taking time out to come on the show. We really appreciate you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. So <laughs> so before we uh, talk about your, your great book that you uh, wrote, um, how were your holidays, your Christmas, and your New Year's? How was it? Oh, it was very good. Um, we were pretty much just stayed at home and hung out and tried to relax. It's been uh, – December was quite um, – busy just because the book came out at the beginning of December. So I was um, doing events and stuff. So it was nice to have a break and, you know, enjoy the holidays. Okay. Jen? Yeah. I'm Jen? Here. Can you hear me all right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You went out a little bit. I'm sorry. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, where, where did this passion come from to want to write a book and um, how long have you been writing? Yeah, um, well, I've been, my parents always really encouraged me to read and not so much write, but I always really loved telling stories and acting them out. Um, So in high school, I thought I might be interested in working in the film industry. So I started writing screenplay and we made it into a movie in high school. And that was kind of fun. And then um, it wasn't really until college that I um, thought about writing a novel. My boyfriend encouraged me to write something because I was always, I read a lot and mostly, you know, mostly novels and I was always talking about them and he was saying, why don't you give it a shot and see if it's something you like doing? So I did. And then I, uh, eventually decided to apply to a master's program for writing and, I got in uh, to University of Southern California, um, and actually this novel, Dangerous Alliance, ended up becoming my master's thesis for uh, for my program. So, um, yeah, mostly it was my family it encouraged me and, you know, inspired me to just kind of keep going uh, when things got rough, and yeah, that's sort of where it came from. And can you also tell us uh, what, <coughs> I'm sorry. Um, what idea or what concept you came up to want to write this uh, book, Dangerous Alliance? Yeah. Um, well, so there's a number number of things, but when I was a kid, I I read Jane Austen novels. Pride and Prejudice was the first one I read, and then I really enjoyed it. And then I read Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte, and I loved that too. And so then I decided to read all of Jane Austen's novels, and I really loved them all. Um, I just kind of enjoyed the, the romance, the mystery. Well, Jane Eyre more had a bit of a mystery. The Austin novels have some, but um, yeah, I just I really started having a love for historical books. And um, when I was a kid or a teenager, there weren't a lot of historical novels um, that right. were set in Europe, and I, you know, that were that were geared towards teens and young adults. And so I just thought, wouldn't it be fun to write something that I would have really loved as a a teenager. And, um, and then besides that, I wanted to kind of shine a light on some of the injustices that women faced in the 19th century. Um, Like, you know, for example, women's, anything a woman, a woman owned became her husband's Mm -hmm. property when she got married. 
Um, so, and I also wanted to kind of deal with like the subject of domestic abuse, which is an issue that, you know, our, we obviously still struggle with in our modern society. And, right. you know, and I've, I've, I've had friends and relatives who've lived through it and, you know, are thankfully in better situations today, but um, <laughs> it has such a wide impact on people and, you know, on families. And I just, so I wanted to show how that affects people in dangerous ways. Right. Right. Now, as far as the research part of, of uh, uh, the book, um, what was that uh, journey like? And is, is there anything out of uh, the ordinary that surprised you or like, wow, is there like when, uh, while you were doing the research process? Yeah. Um, I had to do, you know, the basic research, of course, into the world of the 19th century. 19th century England um, takes place in the mm-hmm. early 1800s. So um, I had to do, um, you know, how long it took to, for people to travel from place to place and how, how, what they ate, how they got around. Um, so that stuff was fun, but, um, you know, and I did, I did a little bit of horseback riding to see so that I could have an idea of how, what it was what, like. What and was I that done. like? What was the horseback I mean, it riding was, like? Yeah, no, it's kind of scary because, you know, you're dependent on animal, um, for, <laughs> to, you know, for, to make sure that you don't, I don't know. It's, it's a little bit scary to be honest, but, um, I think, and I think in the back of my mind, it's always, there's always this sort of like, well, you have this unreliable, you know, not t- potentially unreliable animal underneath you, you know, you don't quite sure what it's going to do. But, um, and so, yeah, the idea, I know it's hard to imagine for us today of like being dependent on horses to go anywhere, right? Or, I mean, or you're, or walking, obviously, but, um, you know, and of course it took forever to get anywhere. It took, you know, hours and hours to get from place to place. Um, right. because I believe that they could only travel anyway. I'm not going to, I'm not going to give the mile per hour because I could be wrong. I could be misremembering, but it's not fast. <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. yeah. And of course women were in, you know, the long skirts and stuff, you know, it wasn't easy. Right. So, um, yeah. but yeah, horse riding was interesting. Um, and then I've done some like work cooking where I did, uh, cooking, uh, food that was, that they made in the, in the Regency time, which is kind of fun. Um, was a lot of like, you know, a lot of things that we don't particularly eat today, which is interesting too, but, um, trying to think of something fun. Well, something that I think I have in the book that we do eat today is ice cream. And, um, they actually had ice cream quite a bit back then, but, they had, it was sort of dependent on getting ice, which, you know, we take for granted nowadays, obviously. <laughs> in America, we take it for granted, getting ice. Right. But, um, but yeah, back then, not so easy. So, um, so that was some of the stuff that I thought was fun. And then um, what else? Something that surprised me. Um, <laughs> let me think. Oh, so I had to do quite a bit of research into, like, the legalities of how women could get out of a – terrible marriage um so how women could actually get a divorce in that time period and um it's sort of uh in you know in people who read a lot of regency set fiction it's sort of taken as a given that women were stuck in their marriages but when i was looking into it it turned out that that really was not the case especially in abusive marriages like you could women could get out of them you know if they had enough family support but the courts the courts were you know, they had things in place to get women out of these awful marriages, which is nice, but um, not to say that it was easy. It was not, but 
you could do it. And um, so anyway, I thought it was interesting and I wanted to have, I wanted to have a book about teenagers who actually had supportive parents who would help their daughter get out of the, you know, a terrible marriage, um, which is what happens to my main character's sister in the book. And um, yeah, anyway, I just thought that was, it was interesting, a facet of history that no one really talks about. And as far as the book, uh, which character should we look out for and which one were you surprised about in this book? Yeah, um, okay, my main character, her name is Victoria. Um, she went through quite a few iterations over all the drafts that I wrote. Um, this book actually took me 14 years. Um, not that I was writing the entire time, but um, – you know, off and on, I'd come back to the book. And so anyway, it took me quite a while. And so there was quite a few drafts, as you can imagine. So my uh, main character, Victoria, she was originally much, like, snarkier and angry, a little bit angrier, I guess. She was kind of bitter because her her best friend, uh, Tom, who's the male main character in the book, he had left England and kind of cut off all contact between them. So she was kind of bitter. Um, but as I was rewriting the book, you know, she would change a bit with every draft. And each time I really liked her more and more. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it turned out that she was more naive, but it worked better for the story and for the time period because she lives a very sheltered life in the countryside. So anyway, ultimately, I think she's a lot more fun than she was originally when I first started. And uh, so she surprised me, I guess, in that way. And Anyway, I think she's an enjoyable character now, so I guess you guys should look out for her when you if you read, if you read the book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was well, Dangerous Alliance your first book? And how long did this yeah. whole process take? Yeah, it is my first book. Um, that I you know, it was the first book I started, um, and then I let's see, it took me about as I said like fourteen years to write. Um, which was, you know, it's quite long. I was, as I said, not working on it the whole time, but it was something that I just had to keep coming back to. And I just eventually, I just wanted it to be to the point where I would be happy with it. Um, So, yeah, I don't know how, so um, typically I don't know how long, you know, I have no idea how long it will take me to write a new book. Hopefully not that long. I'm, I think I've learned enough at this point where it wouldn't take me this long to write another novel. Mm-hmm. And what was your what was your publishing journey like just to get this published? And what was that like? Let me get be tricky sometimes. What was that process like? Yeah, it's been it's been a long journey. Um, after I got my master's degree, mm-hmm. I had what I thought was a finished novel was very you know the earliest draft of dangerous alliance and it wasn't titled that but um i had every expectation that i would get an agent really quickly and that i'd be well on my way to getting published before i was 25 years old um but instead (laughs) i (laughs) sorry i said go ahead oh no i didn't okay uh well anyway so i was hoping to be very young when I got published but you know I spent many years querying and I would get some requests from agents but um and a little bit of feedback but I'd never get anyone who would offer to be an agent you know to be my agent and then 
um, you know, I'd take a year or so and revise it again and try the whole process over and over again, basically. Um, and then I took a few years off and I, you know, I started some other books. I did some other stuff with my life. And then in 2016, I decided to do one final pass on the book on Dangerous Alliance. And my plan was to do, <clears throat> excuse me, to do one last round of querying. And then if nothing panned out, I was going to self-publish the novel. And at the same time that I finished revising, I found out that the, uh, that there was this contest called Pitch Wars, um, which is a sort of, it's a, it's a contest for writers who want to get a mentor who's in the publishing business, who's either like a writer or a, an editor and, or like a published author. And, um, so I decided I had nothing to lose. So I applied to, for pitch wars and then I actually got in and, um, I ended up with this great mentor whose name is Toby Easton and she and I are really good friends now. And she's a publisher, she's an author as well. And she, um, helped me, you know, see what was wrong with the manuscript or, you know, and gave me a better idea because I had been floundering for so many years with it. Um, and she really just gave me some confidence and helped me figure out what I needed to revise to get an agent's attention. And then, um, I, after Pitch Wars, I ended up signing with an agent in my agent in uh, April of 2017. And then we went on submission with the book in late May. And then I believe by September, we had an offer from HarperCollins. So, um, Wow. It was, you know, it was a really long wait. That was, no, that was 2017, and then it took another couple of years for it to come out. But, um, and the waiting's like always awful, I think. But I really don't think that changes. So I think that's, <laughs> you know, something that's very constant in publishing. Um, right. And honestly, like all I could do, or I think all any writer can do, is sort of come up with distractions, whatever they are, and like enjoy the good moments when you have them. You know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, congratulations on all of that. And um, uh, if I can ask, what piece of advice or anything that you can give to an aspiring uh, writer, an aspiring person, an author who's trying to get published? Okay, yeah. My um, my advice for writers is always to not self-reject your stuff. So, like, don't talk yourself out of submitting your writing to to a contest or an agent, you know, just because they have an amazing reputation or something and you're scared, like, um, you know, I just think people should ignore those feelings to be scared about what you're putting out there because although it is extremely scary, um, you never know who's going to like your writing until you send it to them. And, you know, in many cases, they don't even know what they're looking for. I mean, if they say on their website or on, you know, on Twitter or something, they don't want X, Y, or Z, then don't send that to them. But if they don't have any restrictions against what you're writing, like then you should definitely send it. And you think they're a good fit. You should send it to them. Um, so yeah, that's my advice. Like don't, don't lose out on opportunities just because you were, you thought to yourself, they might, they probably won't like it, you know? Right. What, if I may ask, uh, what's next for Dangerous Alliance? Is this going to be, uh, do you have any plans to put this into uh, the theaters or TV or? 
Um, nothing is uh, nothing is set in stone yet. I I would absolutely love to be you know to have the novel adapted into television or or for the stage or you know any or anything like that. And you know I started um, I started in writing screenplays, so I always I'm uh, you know I'm a big film and TV fan. Um, so yeah, I would love that. But yeah, nothing is set in stone at the moment. Um, nothing I can talk about, unfortunately. I understand. I understand. I, uh, I think I wish you the best of luck with this book and much success on everything. And I thank you so much for taking time out to come and share this with us. We're going to support you 100%. And um, come back by the show anytime. Uh, is there any uh, acknowledgments or anything that you want to say to my listeners? Sorry? I, I couldn't quite hear that last bit. Is there anything that you want to put out there to my listeners or, so that they can uh, find out? Uh, matter of fact, give out, if you can, it's okay, give out your uh, social media so they can uh, give a quick walk for the support or more information that you want them to know about. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, my uh, website is jennicacohen.com, J-E-N-N-I-E-K-E-C-O-H-E-N.com. And... Um, I'd love to hear from anybody on Twitter or Facebook, uh, Twitter or Instagram, really. I'm not really on Facebook that much. Um, my uh, handle on Twitter and Instagram is Jenica, J-E-N-N-I-E-K-E, and then underscore, and then last name, C-O-H-E-N, Cohen. And, um, yeah, everyone can – I'd love anyone to reach out and say hi on any of those platforms. I'm um, – you know, excited to talk to readers and anyone who loves Jane Austen, Regency England, um, or just historical young adult novels in general. Um, and yeah, uh, thank you so much for having me. I love being here. No problem. Take care, Jen. Thank you so much. And come back by any time, okay? Thank you. Take care. Bye. If I was just another dusty record on the shelf, would you blow me off and play me like everybody else? If I asked you to scratch my back, could you manage that? Like if we had chicken travy, I can handle that. Furthermore, I apologize for any skipping track. This is the last girl to play me left a couple cracks. I used to, used to, used to, used to, now I'm over that. Cause holding grudges over love is ancient artifact. If I could only find a note to make you understand, I'd sing it softly in your ear and grab you by the hand. Keep me stuck inside your head like your baby soon. And know my heart the stereo the only place for you <laughs>
let's go. If I was an old school 50 pound boombox, would you hold me on your shoulder wherever you walk? Would you turn my volume up in front of the cop? And crank it higher every time they told you to stop? And all I ask is that you don't get mad at me when you have to purchase Mad D batteries. Appreciate every mixtape your friends make. You never know, we come and go like on the interstate. I think I finally found a note to make you understand. If you can hear this, sing along and take me by the hand. Keep me stuck inside your. Shout out to Janika Collins for coming on the show. Make sure you guys support her new book, her latest book, Dangerous Alliance. Go pick up a copy if you don't already have it. It's an amazing book. Um, check out her social media for more information about what she has come up with, what she's doing. I thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. This is Timothy Hot Show, Aaron on Power 93.4 from N on your blog, Talk Radio Network. We appreciate you so much. Take care. His friends with Pop Life. Peace. Have a great day.